Support for this podcast and the following message come from Vitas Healthcare, keeping hospice-eligible patients out of the hospital and ED by providing consults, answering questions, and accepting referrals 24-7, 365. For more, go to vitas.com slash advantage. Before we begin this week's show, we want to take a moment to tell you about the NPR One app. It's the place on your phone for conversations you won't hear anywhere else. I mean, if we're being honest, uh, every conversation on your phone uh, is a conversation that you won't hear anywhere else. That's how phones work. Yeah, like uh, talking to my mom. That's a conversation you won't hear anywhere else, nor will you want to. Sorry, Mom. This week, find Guy Raz's exclusive interview with TED curator Chris Anderson, where they discuss the TED phenomenon and the secrets to giving a great TED Talk. So do they talk about... It's a, ta- it's a TED Talk about TED Talks? It's a TED Talk about TED Talk. It's a TED Talk Talk. It's a TED Talk about how to give a TED Talk. Yeah. Find their conversation by searching TED Radio on the NPR One app, where you can also find stories from your local station and more great podcasts. NPR One is on your app store now. Hey, Susan. What can we help you with? Well, I was wondering, so I noticed... A while ago, I had an old recorder that I had in a junk drawer at my parents' house, and I took it out one day, and I was kind of noodling around on it. My dog, EJ, came up and just started howling. He'll put his head up, and he'll kind of howl really soulfully, and he'll do this. I noticed if we play the piano, if I play the flute, um, if someone whistles. So I was wondering if there's any reason why he's doing this, if dogs can understand music, that kind of thing. So he's there with you right now? Yes, yes. Do you have a, a musical instrument? I do indeed. I have I have my old flute from middle school, so <laughs> okay. he's wow. been practicing, so I think he'll perform for us. Well, yeah, let's give it a try. All right, I'm going to put the phone down and I'll, I'll give it a try. Okay. Wow. Is your dog, is he having fun? Does he look like he's, it's a pleasurable or is he in great pain? And so it doesn't, like, he doesn't run away. He stands right next to me. And if he's somewhere else in the house, he'll come over and he'll, he'll stand next to you and he'll howl while you do that. Wow. And is he, does he sing the same song every time or does it depend on what you're doing? It, I, I don't know. I think, I think it depends, but it's, it sounds, it's, you know, a good howl. What, Susan? What would happen if you howled? You know, I haven't tried that. We could, we could give it a try. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's see. Come here. Howl! Howl! No, he just looks at me. I was really hoping that he would pick up the flute. Me too. So you mentioned a few instruments that he responds to. Do, have you noticed? Does he have a favorite? You know, I think it's the recorder. Do you have the recorder there? I do. Let's let's give it a shot. Okay. My recorder skills are a little rusty. I have, you know, hot cross buns and that's about it. But we'll give it a try. I love that song.
Is it possible that your dog is providing commentary on the songs you're playing? Maybe. It might be that I'm just not... Maybe it's a bad thing. Maybe if I was really good, he would just sit there and, and look at me lovingly. Yeah, he would just nod at you. Yeah, yeah. Well, this has been, this has been great talking to you and, and hearing uh, your music. We're going to see if we can figure out what's going on. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm glad I talked to you. So, you know, usually at this point, what we would do is find a dog expert who knows kind of what's going on within the mind of the dog. Mm-hmm. But really what we should do is just ask EJ the dog. Well, if anyone's going to know what's going on with EJ, it's EJ. Well, uh, EJ, yeah. thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Super excited to be here. Thanks, guys. Um, so, Susan, your... Um, what's uh, Actually, what is the right word? Oh, uh, you can just say owner. Owner okay. or master. Love Susan. Love Susan. I'd do anything for her. She is the best. Love okay. Susan. Yeah. 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 So Susan uh, called in to us to ask about your singing. Yes. Yes. I do like singing. Yeah. 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 Um, and I guess the question is, uh, first of all, when is the, are you, is it musical or are you, is this, are what can you what can you tell us about what's going on there? Good question. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's musical or singing in the same way um, that you guys would sing or Susan would sing. I mean, she sings in the shower a lot, and I'll just sit there and uh, you know I can't quite cover my ears with my paws, but uh, sometimes sure. I'd like to. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it comes from a place deep within me. I'm related to wolves, obviously, as you know, all dogs are are in the same, uh, I don't know if it's species or, I think it's just species. Right. Yeah, all dogs are in the same species as wolves. So, uh, yeah, it comes from a very sort of an ancient place. Um, whenever, you know, we'll howl at each other just as a way to communicate, you know. Dogs only have kind of four moves when it comes to communicating. There's just straight up barking, and then there's whining, um, and moaning, and then howling. So... You know, I've only got four uh, gears here, so uh, when I howl or I sing, um, that's just one way that I communicate, but I don't really have a lot of other choices. So um, it's not necessarily singing again, like singing along to something. It's just kind of um, like echoing it or uh, showing an approval for it or something like that. Does that make sense? So so do you, when, when Susan plays the recorder, are you thinking that the recorder is another dog howling? Well, it sounds a little bit like it. You know, I'll I'll howl at a lot of dogs do this. We'll howl at sirens or we'll howl at other things that sound like uh, a howl. There's some instrument that I've heard before. I'm not great with human instruments. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called a, is it like clumpet? I've heard that before. Is that right? Sure, a trumpet. Tr- trumpet. Trumpet. Okay. So we don't have a lot of TR sounds in 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 sure. uh in dog languages so yeah a tr- tr- trumpet yeah so when i hear that it sounds a little bit like uh like a howl same with a recorder um maybe it does have something to do with me somehow looking for my pack yeah you know looking for another dog um i'm not sure you know i'm not that self-aware really of what actually is going on but it does it feels very deep it feels very instinctual if you know what i mean well, I think I mean I feel like the the way you just put that, Susan could feel should feel really good about that. That it's um, you know, it's a way that you're expressing that you're you're packing up together. Yeah. Know? Oh, absolutely. It's like she's in my pack. You know. I mean, obviously, she's not a dog. Uh, she's a human. She's got a whole set of human issues and problems that she needs to deal with. Uh, and I don't mean that as a critique either. I got dog problems that I need to deal with. You know. Yeah. Mm. I'm never gonna find that tail. I can't catch that tail. Um, uh, but 
yeah, it's, it bonds us more than it separates us, for sure. So do you ever, I mean, you clearly, you like singing with, with Susan. Sure. Um, do you ever wish you could uh, kind of do more with uh, your your singing? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, dogs have this, I think dogs have an innate kind of sense of what's good and uh, uh, singing and what's not great singing. I mean, you know, this was years ago, but there was a, a, a bulldog named... Dan, I think it was his name. I think he was probably a British bulldog. And he he would go to uh, choir practice with his master, his owner, who was an organist at this cathedral, Hereford Cathedral. And they would sit at practices and there would be the choir singer singing. And this dog, Dan, he would growl at members of the choir who were singing out of tune. Really? He'd go walk right, yeah, he'd go walk right up to him. And you get back on tune. You're wow. flat. You're flat. And Wagner, huge composer, massively influential composer, Richard Wagner. Now, he had a, a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. I kind of like those dogs. Those are those are good-looking dogs. Sure. Uh, and he would play his music for this this dog. Peps was the name of his dog. He'd play his, his music for Peps that he was composing, and he would change the music based on Peps' response. So if Peps liked something, Wagner kept it in. If Peps was kind of indifferent and didn't really care, Wagner took it out. I mean, do you, in in your own experience uh, with Susan and the music she plays, has that ever been a thing where you've heard something you don't like and and have to express that to her? Um, I yeah, I would say sometimes. I mean, there's some there's some tunes that I dig. I like a, I like sort of that the jaunty kind of an Irish like oh we're on the lower deck. The, uh, of the Titanic, and we're all in steerage, and these are, you know, the upper class passengers are up above us. But oh, look, Rose came down here with Jack, and we're all dancing a jig, like that kind of music, like doodly 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 doo. I like that kind of music. You watch, you watch the movie Titanic. Oh my gosh. Oh, you, you want to talk about whining and uh, and crying? Oh man, by the end of that film, when he slips down, I'd, spoiler alert if no one's seen it, but come on, it's been almost twenty years. When he slips down into the ocean, and she's reaching out, and he just whoo, disappears. Oh, I guess I wouldn't have thought that the human romance would um, would would affect a dog like that. Well, I mean, I'm not a human, but I'm not a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we're going to take a short break, uh, but we'll come back to our exclusive conversation with EJ the dog in just a moment. Now it's the part of our show where we like to tell you about our sponsors who give us money to do so. And this week we want to thank Oso, a new mattress company that wants you to sleep well so you can live well. Being healthy is about more than just exercising and eating well. It's about getting a good night of sleep. Each Oso mattress offers two comfort options to suit individual sleeping needs. Simply rotate the mattress for firm or soft. If you like sleeping under a mattress, you can climb right under there. It's unorthodox, but we're not here to judge. Squished. Shipping is free, and with Oso's 101-night promise, you can try it risk-free. Promo code EVERYTHING will provide $50 off your purchase. Learn more at ososleep.com. We are also supported this week from Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo understands that you work hard to get the most out of life, from saving up for college to saving for retirement. There are lots of things you want to accomplish. This, uh, This sponsorship message is a little terrifying. It makes me think maybe I should be saving more. What are you doing? Uh, How I'm, are you preparing? Well, I have thing? an Oso mattress, uh-huh. and I am uh, stuffing stuffing it with cash. Well, okay. The coins have 
Honestly, the coins I'm stuffing into the mattress have made the mattress uncomfortable. I haven't slept well lately. Part of part of a healthy lifestyle is getting a good night's sleep, though. doesn't matter if you're going to be saving for retirement if you're miserable. Working together, Wells Fargo will take the time to understand what you're trying to achieve to help you reach your financial goals. That way, you can care for the people and things that matter most. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash together. Wells Fargo, together, we'll go far. Go. Okay, now we're going to go back to our exclusive interview with EJ the dog. Before we get to that, uh, let's uh, hear a bit more of EJ's singing. Are there lyrics? Like, when you're howling like that, what are you saying? That's such a great question. I mean, I think the most basic thing would be, I'm here! You know? Uh I'm right here! Just in case anyone's trying to find... You know, um, it's a bit like I've seen humans play that game, you know, Marco Polo in the pool. Marco Polo, you know, you're kind of trying to locate something. And uh, I think a howl is just a straight up like, hey, guys, I'm right here. Mm -hmm. You know, here are my uh, coordinates or or what have you. Um, And that's, again, that's helping like if, uh, you know, if I was lost or my pack, uh, then they'd be able to find me. And I do got to say, you know, I do as a as a house dog, you know, I'm very happy. I love Love Susan, love being indoors, love going outside every once in a while. But, you know, I miss having a pack because I never have. So I, I, I wonder what it's like. And, you know, I, I don't know any dogs that have packs, but I just know obviously my ancestors were wolves and they, they kind of ran in packs. So sometimes I wonder, like, do you guys ever miss, like, uh, being in a cave or, you know, hunting your own meat with your hands or anything like that? Any sort of ancestral stuff? Well, I, no, I mean, I would, I, but I, I would say it's similar. Like, there are things that I like to do that you know go back to that time sure. you know like i love i love a hamburger that's like that is meat over a fire oh my god you know? i love a hamburger I, you don't even have to cook it <laughs> mm. i love it what is yeah. it uh tartar steak how do you, what is it uh steak tartare steak tartare oh my gosh i had that once it was amazing raw egg some uh wow some shallots yeah okay. yeah man you know I, I'll, I'll first of all i'll eat anything but I'd rather eat the good stuff. You know what I mean? Literally yeah. anything. Oh, anything. Yeah. 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 I almost ate the microphone here before, but uh, I. Uh, is it weird to say? I mean, that's good that you didn't. I, is it weird to say good boy? No, I love it. Oh, good boy's great. It's good okay. boy's great. I don't know if you can hear that. That's my tail hitting it. <laughs> I got to stop it for a second. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, lo- I, I love it when people say good boy. That's, okay. that's the highest compliment I could ever, uh, ever, ever achieve. I aspire to good boy every day. Trust me. So, EJ, when you're uh, at the dog park, oh, say, it's DJ, by the way. My original name was DJ. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I'm super into music. I spend on the weekends. I know I, you know, Susan um, got me as a rescue, and they told her my name was EJ, but it's actually DJ. I, I, I don't have the heart to correct her, and I don't really know how. Uh, yeah. And but, it stands uh, for disc jockey. Uh, is that what DJ stands for? I just well, thought, yeah. D- yeah, I just thought DJ was like a little term for people who play music. But yeah, yeah, I spit. I go. Oh, I got a place, um, a couple of clubs around town that I go to. They're real friendly, real dog friendly, um, and it's always a bit of a novelty act at first when they see a dog behind the turntables. But then you know, get the crowd moving, and no one's laughing. Then they're dancing. Can you spin four records at once? Uh, yes, I can. I usually have to be sitting on uh, some sort of a pillow or something on my belly so that my my legs and paws, you know, are, are sort of uh, a- elevated a little bit. But, sure. uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it changes things. Yeah. 
Well, so, okay, uh, DJ, yeah. when you're at the dog park- I mean, you can you... call me EJ. I don't want Susan to get all upset or anything. Uh, when you're at the dog park, yeah. do, do you- Love the dog park. Love Talk the dog to park. other dogs about music? Yeah. I mean, I think lots of dogs are, are into to music. I mean, LBJ, you know, your human president, LBJ, he was a- he was a, a complicated man with a, a really interesting legacy in terms of the whole guns and butter thing and what he did with uh, civil rights, but then also Vietnam kind of, you know, absorbing a, a lot of the weight of a, of a pretty historical presidency. He and his dog, Yuki, used to sing together. He had duets that he sang with her. This is all true. Um, he put out an album and um, there were some songs on there that was he and his dog actually singing together. So it's it's really common, you know. I have to ask you. Yeah. I, have you studied a lot about presidents and their dogs, or is it just LBJ that you're interested I in? I like LBJ. Just those years, really just interesting transitional years from the Kennedy assassination to the, you know, the Chicago convention and the whole thing that erupted there. And of course, then you got Richard Nixon and everything that leads to Watergate. I think that's just a really very, that's a tumultuous nine years. So I would say that's 11 years between the assassination and, and the resignation. Just fascinating time. And LBJ was, you know, right at the center of it. I, I could take or leave a lot of the other presidents. Can um, I ask you, when you say that, because that's um, nine years, that's 63 dog years. Oh, it's huge. That's a very long amount of time. Incredibly long amount of time. Um, and I don't, I, don't, I don't even know if Yuki was alive by the time the whole Nixon presidency had had played itself out. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a lifetime for dogs. You, you, that's two administrations for you humans, but that is, that's a whole lifetime to a dog. Well, DJ, Yo. again, thank you. You got it. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Okay. We've managed to track down a bit of the music, uh, EJ, the dog was just telling us about. This right here is president Lyndon Johnson and his dog Yuki singing a duet. Come on, sing for me. Come on, sing for me. Oh, you silly dog. Hey, we have another sponsor this week. Support for the sciencey stuff you hear on our show comes from Google's Making and Science Initiative. They've created what they say is a fun new app to help budding makers and scientists measure and explore the world around them. That app is called Science Journal, and you can learn about it and find hands-on activities and more about the Making and Science Initiative at g.co slash science journal app. Or if that link is, is uh, tough to remember, you could Google it using one of our sponsors, Google. You will not be able to oso it, though. Okay, with great regret, uh, we, we now have to issue a correction about something in last week's episode. You may remember last week we helped a listener name his Subaru Forester. And uh, what we told him is that the correct name would be Sean Connery after the character in Finding Forester who said this line. You're the man now, dog. We, uh, we received a correction via voicemail, which we are obligated to uh, play for you now. Dudes, you got so close, but it's not Forrester Sean Connery. It's Forrester Whitaker. Duh. Thanks. Bye. She's right. We got it wrong. The correct name for the Subaru Forrester is Forrester Whitaker. Uh, and we apologize. You know, also in that vein, you could name your Forrester Forrester Gump. 
Oh, yeah. Or if you like Robin Hood, uh, also starring Sean Connery at the very end, you could name it Sherwood Forrester. Hmm. You could, if you want, if you are, maybe if you're into fashion, mm-hmm. you could name it Subaru Paul. Oh, yeah. Or if you like old movies, you could name it Peggy Subaru Got Married. Or for, um, you know, for Star Trek fans, you could name it DeForester Kelly. Well, that does it for this week's show. What we learned today, Mike? I learned that uh, dogs have played a role in uh, some great music from history. I mean, you, you think about that dog, the bulldog, that would growl at choir members yeah. who were off key. I have this friend, this old friend, who once said to me that you should never tell somebody to stop singing, like somebody who's just, you know, out in the world singing, uh-huh. because people are always so happy. And even if they can't sing, like that's, you're just ruining what is a good moment for that person. Yeah. And I, I think that that's true. And I think, imagine how bad you would feel. You know, think about how bad that feels and imagine how much worse it would feel if if it was a dog who is, you know, an example of the most loyal, loving thing in the world. If the dog is telling you, can you, can you please, I have very sensitive ears. If you could just, maybe on your own time. I have to tell you though, if I'm somewhere and someone's singing and I don't want them to, to sing, I'd be so happy to have that dog. Because then I don't have to deliver the bad news. The dog will just bite them and they'll stop singing. It's a great way to get somebody to stop singing. Problem solved. And now you've got rabies. How to Do Everything is produced by Nadia Wilson with technical direction from Lorna White. Special thanks this week to Peter Gross. Thank you so much, Peter, for your help. You're a a real good boy. You can send us your questions. Send them to us at howto at npr.org. Our website is howtodoeverything.org. I'm Ian. And I'm Mike. Thanks. Hey, this podcast is is over. Whew. It's already been forgotten. Yeah. But there's more out there you can plug into your ear holes. Check out Invisibilia. It's back with season two on June 17th. Invisibilia explores the invisible forces that shape human behavior, thoughts, emotions, assumptions, expectations, ghosts. Gravity. This season, Invisibilia goes to a prison, an oil rig, a McDonald's in Russia. They really have... They got to do a lot cooler stuff yeah, than we did. That's I've been to McDonald's though. You can catch up on season one of Invisibilia anytime and listen to the season two preview starting May twentieth at npr.org slash podcasts and on the NPR one app. I have a McDonald's in my neighborhood actually.